there is only one voice of town view. This is the weekend. I'm Travis Scott. This is Drizzy. Trust me, at the top it isn't lonely. KSBM Radio. I'm Chloe. I'm Marie. And today we have a very special guest, Mr. Feimster. Good morning and thank you for having us. Hello. So let's get right into it. We have the Talk of Town view for today. So today, this is Spirit Week actually because we have homecoming on Friday. So today was meme day. Did y'all dress up with any memes? Uh, no, just myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a Visco girl. Shell necklace. Scrunchy. Oh, Anyways. No. <laughs> Um, today at 4.30 we have a health um, meeting in the gym for ROTC and then a, TM, a town view library meeting. And then tomorrow's Western day, so are y'all going to dress up in like plaid or something? Plaid? No. Plaid. <laughs> no. Cowboy boots? Yeah. Yeah, no. Cowboy hat? No. No. Okay. And then on Thursday we have at 425, there's a BOC meeting. At 425 there is a theater meeting for health. At 4.30, there's a gym, there's a meeting in the gym for ROTC, and then it's also throwback day on Thursday. What are y'all going to do? Uh, Nothing? Maybe <laughs> 70s, 80s? 70s, 80s. What about the time period before the... Yeah, <coughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so on the 25th, there it, it's Spirit Day, so... You That's homecoming, right? Yeah. Are y'all going yeah, to go? Yeah. No? Uh, are y'all going to like, put any time you gear on? Or? I don't think I have any time you gear. I think I have like a pull. But um, yeah. on the 29th, there is Spanish speaking at 8.30 a.m. Um, at 4.30 p.m., there is a health, uh, there is a school of health professions uh, ROTC meeting in the gym. On the 31st, there is a school of health professions ROTC meeting in the gym at 4.30 p.m. again, and then it's Halloween, which, so what are y'all going to be dressing up as on Halloween? I don't know. I, I was going to go with the Power Rangers with my friends, but I'm not sure yet. Power Rangers? Yeah, I mean, I mean like, we were all going to go, like, as a group, you know? Why even, like, Powerpuff Girls or something? Yeah, but there's, like, a lot of us. It's so, tough. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm going to, I can do, like, really cool clown makeup. I think I might do mm -hmm. that, too. That would be cool. <laughs> so you would be a clown problem? I mean, yeah. Maybe. Like Pennywise, you know? You have the boom? 
What? The balloon, maybe. Yeah, that'd be dope. Okay. <laughs> what about y'all? I don't know. I was just really thinking of staying inside and not doing anything. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Are you doing anything? I have a three-year-old son, so I oh. imagine I'll be taking him trick-or-treating somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, two years ago, I was track boy. I had on like you know, a Nike suit, <laughs> and I just walked around with like a bag, and I was like candy. Two years ago? Yeah, it was about like two years ago. Well, do y'all think y'all too old for trick-or-treating? Yeah, this year I do. I haven't been trick-or-treating in like three years. Yeah. So, so. you think you're too old? Now? Yeah. This a little year, bit. <laughs> this year, I kind of want to pass out candy because, like, I recently moved, so like everybody on the block is pretty involved and they have like stuff in the yards. So I'm guessing that they'll be passing out candy. So it'll be it'll be pretty dope if I pass out candy for the first time, you know. Yeah. So thank you for listening in to the Talk of Town View. Um, uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at KSBM underscore TVT on Facebook at KSBM Radio and at on Snapchat at KSBM Radio underscore TVT. Don't forget to look us up at anchor.fm KSBM Radio. And then don't forget to use the hashtags KSBM We Live, SBM Family Matters, and SBM Town View. Tune in to our next segment. Thank you. There are those friends at school where you're like, We don't talk anymore. We don't talk anymore. And then those that you're like, One thing's for sure, all your friends listen to KSBM Radio. The next segment, um, so this segment, we're having an interview with the wonderful Mr. Feemster. How are you doing today? Excellent. Thank you for having me. So, let's get into the interview. So, who is Gary Feemster? Who am I? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a Dallas uh, kid. I grew up over with Chocolate Royal. Um, I went to WTY High School. Yes. Uh, I went to Leeds Southern Methodist University. Mm-hmm. Um, I've now worked in DISD for 15 years. Wow. Uh, between being a teacher, assistant principal, principal. So you've just grown up in Dallas? Yeah, I think 20, I think I did the math one day, it's like 28 years in DISD. Wow. Um, yeah. wow. So how was your experience in high school? I tell people all the time, um, it's changed a little bit, but the demographics of uh, W.T. White were pretty great. Uh, we were about a third of all the major uh, races at the time, white, black, Hispanic. Um, we all got along. Uh, when we talk about, say, homecoming, it was on a different level. Like, kids yeah. took it a totally different way. Um, I played high school football, so Friday Night Lights was real. You know, you'd look in the stands and there would be three, 4,000 people cheering for you, people, alumni uh, from the years past. Um, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was a really great experience. Do you think um, when you went to high school, has changed from, like, now? Uh, yes, I would probably add probably apathy, uh, especially with the students, just listening to you all talk about what you're involved in or lack thereof. Um, <laughs> we were... We made a, an event out of all of these days. We talk about throwback. I had the bell. I went. We went shopping. Found like you know the thrift stores. Found bell bottoms and Pink Floyd shirts and bandanas and girls with the makeup and like it was just on a totally different level. Like the yeah. the the hypeness uh, was <laughs> definitely different. Uh, we were way more involved, but you know that was now 25 years ago. So how did it change when you got to college? 
Um, I actually coached college football, so my college experience was different. Um, I, I played a little bit of football, which led into coaching, and then with that, my experience was probably different. I worked full-time, plus went to school. Um, I didn't have a lot of time to mess around, uh, so I wasn't in any in fraternities or sororities or anything like that. I wasn't really involved in the day-to-day -day operating of the campus, but as far as football, uh, I was around it 24-7, and um, it was a different experience. What team did you coach? Southern Methodist University, oh, yeah. where I went, and then I went out to California. Um, there was a junior college out there that I coached, and then I came back to Dallas. I ended up coaching in Dallas. So while in college, you were a coach for SMU. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, you. There's different levels. Um, there's what they call undergrad assistant, uh, and that is usually depending on whatever college you're at. There's smaller, uh, there's smaller coaching positions, and so I worked the, the defensive line for three years. So what did you study in college? I actually started out in the Cox School of Business as a finance major, and I got called in by my head football coach. Um, his name was Phil Bennett at the time, and he asked me about a backup plan. I guess he had looked to see what I was uh, studying, and um, I thought I would be a stockbroker, and so I really didn't have a backup plan in the sense, you know, I was going to go to Wall Street and buy and sell and trade stocks, and then uh, he brought up that, you know, at some point, since you're coaching, you're going to coach high school, and I really had no desire at all, um, but I, I did take his advice, and um, my minor, which was history, became my major, and I ended up getting, in essence, a minor uh, in education, got certified to teach through SMU, and um, started me on a different path. So why a stockbroker? Like, why did it interest you? I've been interested in, really, the growth of money. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really into personal finance. Uh, I've been interested in since I was probably five or six years old, like when I could really start to read. Um, my dad would always, and it really stems from uh, my dad having a newspaper and like old school newspapers. I know that's weird for people. Um, but he would take the comic book section and then the sports. So what was really left over was the business section. And yeah. I would just study it for hours and it, it blew my mind. And this is before you had the internet and, and you could just you know get on your phone and mess around with the stock symbols and things of that nature. But I was really interested in how money grows. And so uh, when I got to college, that's what I was kind of hell bent on was being uh, a stockbroker. And like I said, things kind of occurred differently. Besides a stockbroker, did you ever have interest in being a professional football player? I did. I think that was my dream. Yeah. And then at some point, you, you you realize that there's people who are bigger, stronger, faster, uh, probably care a little bit more. And I played football since I was in the fourth grade all the way up to um, early years of college, and it's a lot. And you know when you start getting into the CTE and things of, of that, when they start talking about head trauma and things of that nature, yeah. you, you start to think about that. And over time, I realized that maybe I should go to college instead of uh, banging my head against a <laughs> wall. I know. Mm -hmm. If you see those NFL players, they really get damaged. Yeah. yeah. So if you could go back into your past, would you change in anything that you did or any decisions that you made as far as like your future in education? No, I think your past um, helps build who you are. Um, if I had, I don't really live in regrets, but if I could change anything, um, I was a Boy Scout um, all the way up until high school, and then I got interested in working in girls and whatnot. And uh, I didn't finish my Eagle Scout, and I started down that path, and that's that's a fraternity of its own. Like that, that means something. Uh, 
and I didn't see it at the time. I didn't. I'd been in the um, the Cub Scouts and all that since I was little bitty, and I didn't see the validity at the time. And I wish I, if I did change anything, I think that would have changed probably a little bit of my trajectory in life. Yeah. So you said you were a teacher. Um, what subjects did you teach? I mostly taught AP U.S. History. Oh. Um, <laughs> Um, We're taking that now. Struggling? Mm-mm. It's not really. Yeah. Not necessarily struggling, but it's a lot of stuff to remember. Yeah. I didn't teach like that. Um, I taught a different way. Um, I, I There was a, a book out there called People's History by Howard Zinn that, that told a different uh, set of facts, different set of truths. So to me, you know, it was often discussion-based about probably what you had heard compared to the reality of what was. Um, a lot of times, misinformation, history's told by the winners, things of that nature, it's not exactly the story that you got um, and even your parents received. And so to me, um, making it interesting uh, was part of what I did. And so, um, like my dad's a storyteller, so I'm a storyteller. Mm-hmm. And so it was easy for me to get up and, and speak about it and then have, you know, really uh, spirited debates about whatever topics that occurred. Um, I was social studies certified, or I am, I still am. Um, and so I can teach any of the social sciences. So I taught psychology and government, economics. I really liked economics. Um, but my main piece of my eight years, I think seven of my eight years, I taught AP US. Oh, wow. Would you ever go back to teaching? Um... I think I'm the main teacher. If you look at the word principal, it means like main. I think I'm a main teacher. I, I, I am still teaching, so it's not really going back to teaching. Uh, to me, I, I'm helping teachers become more effective. Uh, in it, It's just like teaching adults instead of necessarily teaching the students. What led you to transition from being a teacher to an administrator? Um, I, I think broader impact. Uh, over time, uh, in your classroom, you know, depending on what year it is, you have 180, 200 kids in a class, and you do, I, I do feel I had a major impact. Um, <laughs> over time, uh, I started thinking bigger. Um, how could I have a bigger impact? Um, I had administrators, if y'all aren't familiar how that works, uh, principals and assistant principals have usually a caseload, and within that caseload, uh, it's up to you to help teachers get better, um, hold them accountable to the data and things of that nature. I felt that throughout time I had some ineffective uh, evaluators, uh, especially I I taught teaching APUS. I think people were kind of afraid of me in general because they didn't know the content. So because they didn't know the content, they didn't really want to get involved. And over time I thought that teachers deserved better and why not be the change that you want to see in the world? So I started heading down that road. What um, other schools did you teach at? I taught at W.T. White, my high school, which I do not recommend. Not 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 W.T. White, but there were 27 teachers there when I was there as a student. And so often I got treated as if I was 14, 15 years old. Oh. And 25, 28-year-old Garrett is not the same as 14, 15-year-old Garrett. And at times I felt that maybe some things didn't occur the way they should because people still looked at me as a student. So I taught there for five years, and then when rivalries mattered, uh, our rivalry was Hillcrest High School, and uh, one of my mentors, um, Sue Blanchett, who is the president of the National Council for Social Studies, called me and was like, I want you to replace me. And that was 
pretty big deal. And so uh, I respected her enough, and I knew I needed change. Uh, where I was, I felt kind of stagnant, and so I went and I taught at Hillcrest for three years. So I taught for eight years in total. So did you ever, did your past self ever see you working in a place like this? Um, what do you mean? In a magnet? Yeah, like yeah. A, a magnet? In a magnet. Like Tampa. The reality is kids need you everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so I don't really, it, schools are schools. They just have their different sets of problems. Um, moving into Conrad, uh, which is in the Five Point neighborhood, was a pretty awesome experience. Um, I was fortunate enough to be around people who really believed in what I could do. And uh, I, I came in at, at a, a really great time in which my principal was a first-year principal and I was a first-year AP. And so he and I relied heavily on one another and gave me the opportunity to pretty much get involved in whatever I wanted. And so I chose everything. And so I wanted to see what we could do and we moved the needle. And so um, when these opportunities come, I think it's important for you to look at the opportunity and decide whether or not you want to embrace it. Things happen all the time and you can take different paths. You know, it's really up to you to decide which pathway you want to go on. If you ever ask me, did I ever want to be a principal? The answer is no. Like, <laughs> this is not, I didn't really like school. I wasn't, uh, I was smart. I had good grades. My SAT score was high, all that. I just had no interest. <laughs> like, and so if you ever asked, do I want to be a principal? No. Um, but I think, again, life, gives you options and it's up to you to accept those options or not and I chose to embrace it instead of push away from it. Was there any like one specific teacher or administrator in your past that really motivated you to help um, others? I, I think it's if you look throughout life there's a series of opportunities that occur and there's people who probably see more in you than you see in yourself. And so if you go back to teaching, you know, the person I brought up earlier, Sue Blanchett, she was probably my favorite teacher, but she wasn't the easiest. She wasn't a pushover. She pushed back. She would argue with you. Like, there, she challenged me daily. Oddly enough, she taught U.S. history when I ended up teaching U.S. history. Um, but then, you know, probably my biggest champion, and he's still a champion today, is my cooperating principal, which led to my first boss as an assistant principal. His name is David Hamilton. Um, he always supported what we had going on. Um, there were times that I, I didn't do the right thing or I said the wrong things, um, and he would have to talk to me about uh, my personality in general. My personality can be pretty large at times, um, but he was always supportive, and I think you need those people and you need to always have those people and even you know seven years into administration um, I spoke to him yesterday it, it's a continuous thing honestly when I don't know answers as a principal now um, he he just uh, moved out of being a principal now he's in uh, in essence a principal of principals type job um, but when I don't know something I call upon him and he always responds. I, I can text him, and he had a school of 2,700 and 12 APs under him, and I would text him, and like two seconds later, I have an answer to whatever it is. And I think you need those people in your life. You need those people who support you. And then, honestly, Chief of Leadership, uh, Stephanie Elizalde, was my ED when I was assistant principal. She hired me to be an assistant principal. She hired me to be a principal, and so she's always believed. And I saw her last week, and she always has great things to say. Do you face any challenges today? I think doubt. Yeah. As you all say, haters, right? <laughs> um, I think a lot of times people in your life 
can um, say some things to you. Uh, even your own family members can say things to you that, uh, that won't help you go much further than you, than you are. And then at times, doubt can start to creep into your mind. You know, I, I turned 40 this year, and I, I doubt myself about a lot of things at, at times. And so the challenge to me is to realize, you know, what those challenges really are. You know, is it your brain? A lot of times your mind is messy, and so that you make a lot of the problem yourself. And so getting doubt out of your head and realizing that you have the abilities and that you need to trust. I don't know if y'all follow uh, the Dallas Cowboys at all, but... Um, um, Jason Garrett says trust in the process a lot, and that is a reality. Um, trust in, you know, you, you set systems up for yourself. Um, trust that if you do the right thing, then you're going to see, you know, whatever reward that you want in the end. It's a reality. Um, it really becomes outwork about outworking people. And most people who are not successful haven't put in any type of effort. You in your classrooms, I can't tell you how many times if a kid comes to me about calculus uh, in particular, they haven't done any of the work leading up to that piece. They haven't done what is necessary to be successful. So get the doubt out of your head and move forward. So judging from the subjects you said you teach, I'm guessing you teach younger, I mean older kids. Did you ever want to teach younger kids? No. No? No. No, not at all. I, like I said earlier, I have a three-year-old, and that's enough. Um, I actually, again, things just, you end up where you end up, and just it so happens that I was certified to teach, in essence, the 11th grade. Um, I, it was only a history, uh, you have to get certifications, and I was only history certified, meaning I could teach world or U.S., and I didn't like world, kind of read like Lord of the Rings to me, and I'm not a fan of that. Um, so I always taught U.S. To, to me, U.S. was sequential. Like, you could really understand it. Like, to me, it's, it's, it's very easy to comprehend. Uh, I guess not for all of you. It's easier than world, because world, you have all these different, like, ethnicities, yeah, countries, everywhere. everything you have to memorize. Yeah. And there's different things happening at the same time. So yeah, that's all. Yeah. So it's too much for the world. My first entry level into administration, you have to do like a series of hours and whatnot. And my first was at an elementary school in South Dallas. And yeah, the touchy feely, like give, you know, they always grabbing your leg and giving me a hug and all that, <laughs> makes me uneasy. It makes me kind of uncomfortable in general, um, especially coming from high school classroom where I only ever dealt with seventeen and eighteen year olds forever. Um, I taught night school at Skyline and um, I taught government there, um, so I only dealt with a certain type of kid. Nothing against it. I think I think uh, teachers that teach the elementary level are saints. I'm just not that person. My personality is not like that. So, do you like teaching nighttime school? Did I? Um, yeah, it was cool. Um, I was at that time. I was teaching at, at WT White, and Skyline's a different world. <laughs> and so, uh, to me, it was kind of neat to go into different uh, locations. And you know, stereotypes being a white male in Dallas at times, people don't expect uh, me growing up of, uh, off a of web shop on Royal. They don't expect me <laughs> in general and the things that I'm interested in and and what I've been involved in involved in. Um, so, night school was cool. Um, it gave me a different perspective. And I think the kids that I worked with uh, at night school in, in uh, you know, Pleasant Grove, East Dallas, I was something they needed at the time also. 
So what was your journey like coming from where you came from to town? What was it like? Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said earlier, doubt. Like you're gonna have you're gonna have people who say you can't do something. You're gonna have people who don't believe in you or shake your head or roll your eyes or, or whatever it was. And to me, it's breaking those stereotypes. It's being different. Um, like I said, you know, people. I think over some people when they, when I got the job at Conrad, for example, they they thought that I couldn't handle like a certain type of kid because I came from. W.C. White and then Hillcrest, which are two different types of neighborhoods compared to the kids of Conrad, which are only like a, a couple of miles away. But they didn't realize who I was or where I came from or what I had dealt with before. And, you know, that don't judge a book by its cover saying is very valid. You know, people will un, uh, underestimate you. People don't know. You know, and the reality is I can survive anywhere and it, it doesn't matter. And, and being honestly one of the only white kids from the neighborhood that I grew up, you, you had to befriend everyone. You had to be able to um, defend yourself. You, you had to be able to use uh, your words uh, or you weren't going to survive. Like you would be uh, a target every day. And so, you know, you become friends with everyone and everyone knows who you are. And, you know, part of my personality in general comes from, you know, Herbert Marcus Recreation Center in general, you know. And so I like uh, being that person that people don't necessarily realize who I am. Like in in the outside world, uh, I don't dress a certain way. I don't look a certain way. Up until a couple months ago, I had longer hair than probably all of you. Um, and so that wasn't, uh, that wasn't, uh, it's not normal for what we do. And, and I like it because it challenges stereotypes and it, it challenges people to think. And uh, I like challenging the norm. So the past couple of years, you experienced growth. Where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? Uh, we have, uh, if you're not familiar, there's like a retirement piece for us and it's, it's called TRS and I honestly, I'm over the midpoint now. So I, in my own head, I I probably only have like 13 years left of this and that sounds like a long time, but it'll be a blink of an eye. And honestly, my son can graduate the same year I can retire. Um, I, I don't know. I don't really have an answer to that right now. Uh, I hope to start uh, my EDD, which is the doctoral program at the University of Texas uh, at Austin in the in the summer, and then I'll see where it takes me. Yeah, well, thank you for that interview. That was like really interesting to hear your story. <laughs> and to follow, <laughs> follow us and add us on Instagram and Twitter at KSBM Radio underscore TBT. Don't forget to follow, use the hashtags KSBM We Live, SBM Family Matters, and SBM Townview. Thank you. Beautiful people 
decides to bring some celeb gossip to the host. So first thing, it has been said that Nicki Minaj is married to Kenneth Petty. How do you feel? Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. That's I never thought I would really see Nicki Minaj heartbroken. get married. Yeah, me neither. I, I, that, that's really the most I'm, I'm, I'm heartbroken right now because uh, Nicki Minaj, that's my girl. Don't you have a girlfriend? Uh, What's this don't, do this. <laughs> don't do this right now, baby. Wait. <laughs> Oh my god, so um, Chop is heartbroken um, Bay and Chloe are confused Very, very Marie? confused Actually, kudos to her But at the same time, I feel like She only did it because she was pressured You know, right. everybody really? said She's like, almost 40, no kids No nothing and that She was said she was planning on getting married But, but like, yeah. she's that, and that's why she stopped rapping. She yeah. retired. Yeah, she, I don't know. If she's she going to fully retire. Uh, isn't the dude like some type of rapist or something? It was alleged that, so we okay. don't know if it's actually true, <laughs> but it was alleged. Just saying. So know, watch who, knows? who knows? Who uh, knows? Oh, this yeah, is really yeah, questionable. Yeah. So we're gonna. Oh man, that's a lot. What do you guys think? Tell us what you think. Yeah, in the yes. comments. It's just I part of the see, league. I see in general. Really, really, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. And then going on to uh, felony and felony type of stuff. Uh, Sugar Knight, who's a known, who was a known rapper in the nineties and over, uh, he was over one of the record labels. <laughs> well, apparently he gave the rights of his life to Nick Cannon, so Nick Cannon can go make a movie about him. Mm. And um, that's gonna be one get gangster ghetto movie. Yes. That 
Actually, Suge Knight, before he, he be left high school, about yeah, <laughs> right now, <laughs> uh, before Suge Knight left high school, he was like the star football player. He yeah. had all A's. He was like a real smart kid, and then he just took that turn over into the next life for whatever reason he yeah. took the turn for. Yeah, I think he even went to college, right? I believe so. I think he went to college. And his story is actually very interesting. Yeah, it's yeah, it it's interesting. I think it's going to be because we've seen some parts of his story in the um, Straight Outta Compton movie, mm-hmm. uh, the Straight Outta Compton, Misha Lay, Shug Knight, and Dr. Dre. Their uh, love triangle. That's my messed up love triangle. <laughs> and so he was well known in the 90s. He was the scary dude, of course. And yeah, so we're gonna leave celeb gossip real quick and just get a hot tea in general. So y'all, let me tell y'all this: Harvard Lab is said to be growing meat from cow, rabbit cells, and gelatin. How does that work? Put on balls. Yeah. They're growing meat. Growing meat. So well, it's not. It's plant based. Basically. Well, I, mean, I guess they're just like. But like, in order to grow something. Like you can't grow meat. I mean, apparently they are. Harvard. Oh. I mean, it's probably like something with gelatin. I, I wouldn't eat it. It's been it's been touched with science and stuff. That's why I stick with yeah. chicken. That's yeah. why I stick with chicken. Um, some chicken is not natural chicken. Okay. Oh my god. Pretty much all chicken. I think they're trying to chicken. secretly push us into being vegans. I was a vegetarian, vegetarian. for three months. How three months. <laughs> but you well, said my mom. She made me stop. That's I liked it though. I don't know. I, don't I know did. That. I couldn't be a vegetarian. Yeah, I need mean, some meat. Are you lightheaded? I have low iron. <laughs> oh Lord, you gotta eat meat. <laughs> it's not because of that. I, I I have it now too. When I stand up quickly, I fall. <laughs> you not meat. Me? Oh okay. Uh, also going into things going on in homes. In Ohio, an Ohio woman, she was an African-American woman, she was asleep, and her dog started barking. Mm-hmm. Turns out a white woman, a Caucasian woman broke into her home and started bathing her child. She fought the woman. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> that she was right. I, was, I seen it too. <laughs> the woman fought off the, uh, the Caucasian woman that broke in, and her uh, boyfriend pinned her down until the cops came. Uh, uh, what? Was she like on yeah, drugs or something? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody said the baby stink. <laughs> it would be crazy. I feel like that's It'd something that would happen in Florida. Have you seen like all Florida those Florida men? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I want to go through too much. I mean, they were like Florida man fights alligator while drunk, and it's like okay. Florida man yes. takes a bath in this uh, the sink. And Wendy's. I'm like, nah, that what a man trades baby for Big Mac. That would have been, <laughs> been good for me day to day. Yeah. <laughs> but is there Ohio? Yeah, that, that's, that's a little weird. Weird. That's an imaginary judge. Lady gets no time. She, she had, she she had bail. I think her bail was busted. But she was cleaning him. But then she, she broke into the house. Yeah. Yeah. How, old, how old was the little boy? Was he, he was, like he a was, baby? I baby? Think he was, like a baby around like two, 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 like a baby. Yeah, what was her intention? That's the same thing. I'm, I'm really, I'm low key not to know what she's gonna do. Did she know them? Was she about to like kidnap? Like, she just broke in. Let me clean this baby before I kidnap him. Like that's weird. 
she the dog gave her what? Wait a minute. The fact that no one knew she broke into the dog park. Yeah, they let you know they were sleeping hard. Yeah, wait, the fact that she's cleaning the baby. Like, what yeah, like, like, like how? I don't know who dog was. Because she said she didn't have a dog, right? I thought it was the uh, the black woman. She was like the dog started barking. And that's she how said she a, I remember seeing an interview or something. She was saying a dog she never had or seen or something. That dog came from God. That's what it was. It was a miracle dog. It was the outsider dog. That's all I know. But it's so weird. Like, why did she just break in? She wanted to clean the kid. Maybe she she was just trying to do a good deed. (laughs) People. Make sure you go get an alarm for your houses today. We don't want anybody (laughs) breaking in your house and watching your kids. She washed the baby. No. I just can't get over that. Why? I'm glad the baby wasn't harmed. Was yeah, I mean, now he's clean. Because right? her intention was clean. It was to clean the baby. Did, that, did she, like, know the family or something? No. no. Like, said her nor her son ever saw her before. She just broke into the house. How did she know the kid was yeah. dirty? No, how did she even know there was a kid at that house? The maybe, kid probably wasn't even dirty. Look, that was all Maybe sweet. the woman snuck into the house, and then she was like, oh, there's a kid right there. And she thought the kid was cute. She decided to clean the kid. I think she was going to kidnap him. Well, I mean, she, she, she probably was. It from she probably the bad was. perspective, she could have been a pedophile. You Okay. I mean, yeah. There we go. She That's the bad perspective. No, I'm saying, like, think about it. Because instead of cleaning the kid, it could have been different intentions. It Did she say her, she was cleaning the kid? May have been That's what she they saw. Her son That's what they by another woman that she never seen. What if That's her kid was washed by another? But so she like, might be one of them like people, the mentally disabled, who think that their kid is that kid. Some people say she probably had mental issues. Yeah. Did she think the house was hers too? Like, okay. I mean, she brought you the house. She said, "Okay, Amber got you. <laughs> How are you?" Too soon, too soon. No, man. Way too soon. How are you going to say it's your house if you have to break into the house? To exactly. Get in? What? Maybe she Wait, was like, oh, I left in? the key somewhere. I believe the Let window. me just break the I window. Anyway, she broke it. Okay, what I want to know is what is being done about this woman. Like, is she going to jail? Is there like a trial? Innocent. <laughs> How would you feel if that was your kid? My kid is clean. Oh my what? gosh! No, you really would be another one. Yeah. Your kid was about to get kidnapped. Like that's that's not. Yeah, I think okay. that's probably what was gonna happen. Okay, well, I'm <laughs> just <laughs> Okay, we're just going to leave this alone about the clean baby. <laughs> what do y'all crazy think? Yeah, what do y'all um, think about this? As we know, we've been talking about something else. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Okay, real quick. Any of y'all, re- y'all going to see the Joker or any, any horror movies? I really you know, don't. Halloween? I love horror movies. I want to see the Joker, but, you know, I have things to do. No. No. I'm poor. Oh. oh no, I just get freaked out easily, so, no, I don't. I want to see He's my favorite villain. What's happening? Because he's crazy. Because he's the best villain out of all the villains. He's yeah, so, sure he's smart at the same time. He's just like, He's like diabolically smart. He is. I love how diabolically smart. Y'all didn't see the movie Saw, and you want to say the Joker is the best? Oh well, Saw is good. Okay. He has them mind games. I'll be confused. (laughs) (laughs) Saw would cook me. 
Really Thank you for too. tuning in to this segment. We'll see you in the next, which is Eco Update. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at KSBM underscore TVT, on Facebook at KSBM Radio, and on Snapchat at KSBM Radio underscore TVT. Remember to also follow us on anchor.fm, KSBM Radio, and use the hashtag SBM Family Matters and hashtag SBM Town View. Hashtag Thank don't you. clean babies, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. This is a KSBM Radio breaking news update. Let's talk. Let's talk. Oh, hello, guys. We're back. I'm sorry. Uh, we're back. We didn't notice. Um, so this, yeah, our segment. This is Eco Updates. Aliens. Let's talk aliens. Okay. First of all, what's happening in the environment? So I read on CNN that the Tasmanian tiger was extinct, but now people are Found saying it. they've seen it, yeah. which is kind of weird. Yeah, a Tasmanian tiger is like a cat, dog-looking thing. Kind of small, I guess. It's really ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's not like that tan. small. It's like... I meant like... I mean, these are kind of small. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like a medium size. Like a medium dog. Yeah. Where, they a normally, cat. where they normally located? I... I don't know. I, I thought think I like, think it, it said like they've seen it in Australia. Australia. Yeah, I mean everything happens in Australia, so you know, like from these spiders to these <laughs> like alligators and creepy things. I don't yeah. know. Carry on. So let's talk about <laughs> this tornado. Oh yes, the tornado in Dallas that just happened Sunday night. Did y'all were y'all affected by it at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Well, so what oh, happened yeah. was I was minding my business and she came in there. You hear that? Charge your phone, get the covers, go to the bathroom, bring food. I'm like, what? Because, you know, Dallas don't go through that. So I'm over here paranoid. I'm texting everybody. Stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> um, as, yeah, as for me, like, I was kind of more worried about my game. My parents can testify to this. Our power kept going out. Like, it would come on, come off, come on, come off. And it was like, the lights were flickering. And it was weird. And I was actually in the kitchen getting something to eat, you know, before I went upstairs. And anyone who has a PlayStation knows that if you unplug the PlayStation, yes. like, it can mess your PlayStation up. So, basically, when the power is going out, it's basically like someone is unplugging the PlayStation. Oh, so, I just don't want my PlayStation to mess up. That's tough. I hope it didn't. I haven't turned it on, like, today. What about you? I mean... I didn't think of much of it, but my mom was like, everyone get inside, because we were outside. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it was like no, it's just going to rain, because I kept yeah. on seeing the lightning. It was, was like 9.30, we were outside. Yeah, yeah that, that was me. And I looked outside, and I just saw my pool, like, just getting it splashed with water oh, and no. hail. And, yeah, it was oh, crazy. yeah, y'all. Yeah, the was there was hail and rain. I was outside from, like, 5 to 9, and, like, I, I only went inside because I heard um, sirens. I was like, oh, I should probably yeah. be safe. You know, I, was like, I saw oh, lightning okay. and it started to rain. But like, I, I didn't really think any, anything of it because it's not tornado season at all. Mm-hmm. Tornado season's in April. So mm-hmm. it was really confusing. But it's Texas, so anything can happen. Yeah. Hell, it's the state like that. So one person actually ended up dying. Yeah, I heard about that. It really hit like Harry Hines mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. I think they died over there. And it left a hundred. 100,000 people without power, which is crazy. Yeah. Fortunately, Bay's uh, mother gave us some commentary on the video that she, there was a video that was taken and there was commentary on the video. Oh, yes. She, <laughs> she took a video of all like the destruction and everything and she was like, that's crazy. And she had some 
Yeah, she was just saying everything that was crazy. Because it was in North Dallas, and I have family up there. And, like, all of these shops were just crushed and, like, plank wood everywhere and windows smashed and everything was crazy, you know. What Did y'all notice the light thing became a trend on Instagram? The, lightning? The what? Like, everybody's posting say yo if your lights didn't cut off. Like, my lights didn't cut off. Well, I mean, it just like flickered. Yeah, it like, was just flickering, but it didn't go. Yeah, mine would cut off. Like, I don't know. It, it was crazy because the weather was so nice before the tornado. Yes. And now it's like kind of cold. But you know, it's fall, so I kind of expect it to be cold. It's hot in the winter. Like, what do you mean it's fall? <laughs> <laughs> it's Texas. Uh, okay, it's we, Texas. we can't. Yeah. Texas. So, Chop, do you think aliens started this no, tornado? I'm not going to say aliens this time. Uh, well, actually, no, it could have been aliens. You know, they're little, you know, <laughs> UFOs, like. You know the UFOs, they're pretty powerful, and they need like some type of wind and air. So maybe the UFO picked up air from the ground and different things from the ground and made it spin. And as they're moving, everything is moving with, the, you know. So it has nothing to do with nature at all. I mean, it could. Maybe aliens are Mother Nature. Like seriously though. Put in the comments who team you got. Aliens or Mother Nature? <laughs> Y'all drop down in those comments for me and tell me who you're rooting for because I honestly do believe that aliens run a lot of things. Including climate change? Yes. Is this a part two? Maybe. Mm. How, how do you think it controls climate change? We've already been through this, bay. But, like, we didn't finish. Okay. So, what, what, like, refresh me on what you think aliens do to climate Aliens, we don't know what aliens are capable of. We don't. Well, they're obviously capable of tornadoes, right? No. I mean, yeah, they are. You could be an alien right now. Am I? (laughs) I don't know, are you? I'm just kidding. I'm not an alien. What do you think? Aliens? I mean, that's what an alien would say. I'm just here. Aliens or nature? So, what about you? Um, I don't know. I feel like... It just, there was a tornado because there was a tornado. It's but just the weather. It's in October. It's not there even was like. Two tornadoes. Yeah, there was one in like north and south. Like okay, well, there was tornadoes, tornadoes because multiple. It was just a tornado. Maybe like the weather change? Because I know like tornadoes form when like hot air and cold, cold air go like high. whoosh. And then so, yes, like, that's whoosh. my thing. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, let's move on to the next segment. Any other things, you know? I feel like you have the scientists raging right now with this alien. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so and let's. Oh, you. you no, go ahead. Oh, so let's go ahead and go into the next topic. So uh, about this hail, my dad left his car outside while it was hailing. That's not good. Uh, yeah. What happened crazy. to the car? Uh, well, his windshield was already cracked. I honestly, feel like it's a little more cracked <laughs> than what it previously was. In my opinion, but you know, he says it isn't. It, it, I know, this hail damage can be like really bad. No, I had never seen a car that actually had like like the little things of hail. Hail damage? It. Yes, I had never seen one that was actually like covered in it. And like today when I was driving to school, there was one that was literally like you could see the little, yes, everything. I was like, oh, wow. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. I wasn't affected. That's nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, that hail damage. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, one of my friends was like, these people that do like tree removals and like hail damage repairs, they're gonna ba- make bank now. Cause yeah, I know. Honestly, like, think I about s- it. Like, a ton of trees that fell. Yeah. You know that like power storm that happened? I think it was over the summer. It knocked down these huge trees. Like, the stumps were like this big and it knocked them down. And like, so many people made a killing just cutting mm-hmm. up the trees to mm-hmm. get them out of the roads. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, I bet it was. What was the storm that we had that knocked down the other trees? It, it was like a power it was summer. Yeah, it was a yeah, it was a power. power I forgot what it was called. Because like all of Oak Cliff had no like. It was just over Dallas. It looked like a mini hurricane. Wind, hail, rain, everything. Craziness just yeah. right over Dallas, and you could see it looked like a mushroom cloud. You know, right after like an mm-hmm. atomic bomb, just right over Dallas, and like you could see from like far, like right there. It was crazy. Yeah. Have you guys ever been through like a mini sandstorm? Like out of nowhere, you just feel like little, sand? Yeah, little pellets like hitting you. Do you know we're in Texas? Anything can happen in Texas. <laughs> like sand? actually, you know it snowed in one, in March once? Yes. That oh, that was crazy. I remember, when, when was that? It was a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. Really? Oh. It, it snowed, and we had a snow day because it it was in March. Last yeah. time I remember snowing, I was in the sixth. I, I said this. Yeah, I, I was, was like in the second grade. Yeah, I was in the second grade going. Really? When it snowed, yeah. Oh. Now so it feels like March. it doesn't really snow anymore because it's ice Texas. Is. Yeah. Yeah, but like it was a Christmas that was just sunny and hot on Christmas. I know. I wore yeah, shorts last Christmas <laughs> when it's supposed to be, you know, cold. Anyways, that's it. That's it for Eco Updates. Remember to follow us at um, KSBM underscore TBT on Instagram and Twitter, KSBM Radio on Facebook, and KSBM Radio underscore TBT on Snapchat. You can look us up on anchor.fm at KSBM Radio. Don't forget to use the hashtags KSBM We Live, SBM Family Matters, and SBM Town View. Tune in for our next segment. Thank you. Our hits have you saying. Your hits. This is KSBM Radio, the voice of Town View. Welcome back to KSBM Radio, the voice of Town View. Right now we are at sports. Yes, we are. But first of all, we have our very own birthday today. Thank you. Not thank you. (laughs) Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So how is it? Um, it's going well so far. I actually faced a couple of issues this morning, but everything's shaping up to be very good now. So I'm ready to hop into the sports segment. All right. First of all, we have the Dallas Cowboys game on Sunday. We won. I'm so happy against the Eagles. We won. We won. We won. It was so good. Oh, my gosh. In the first quarter, they, like, fumbled it, and we picked it up, and then we ran into a touchdown so fast. Like, Mm, it was so good. Twice. They fumbled it like four times and all. We stacked them so many times. Oh, that game was so good. And it's crazy because the Eagles defense, I know their secondary has been busted all season and they actually need some help in the cornerback and defensive back position. But, you know, like the Cowboys defense, after they got exposed by the New York Jets the past Sunday, there was a lot of questions inside the organization whether Jason Garrett was the man who was supposed to be getting the job done. I know, I heard about that. So I think this was really good for him and his job security as yeah. he now you know, has that type of validation against a NFC East rival. Do you think it's going to be his last season or something? 
I really think it depends on you know how they do in the playoffs. Yeah, I think I hope we make it to the playoffs. You know, what yeah. do you? What about you, Chop? Are you a fake fan or are you real Cowboys fan? Uh, nah, I've never liked the Cowboys. In all honesty, um, I just feel like the fans of the Cowboys are powerful, but they're a little too powerful, like crazy powerful. Are like, you saying I'm crazy? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! I'm just saying that some things that you guys say are gonna happen don't happen. Don't happen. They never happen. When was the last win for the Cowboys? '96. Yeah, it was in the '90s. The last yeah. time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was that was a while ago. And there you know, there there won't be another win anytime soon. You guys are. How do you much, know? This is a new year. You guys are the modern day Browns, and the Browns are still in existence. Well, see, here's um, the deal. We are not the modern day Browns. No, I'm just kidding. I won't, no, I won't, I won't no. say that to you. But no, you guys, we are you guys are poop. Y'all are poop. No, oh, we are not. We're better than them. But you see, Bay, here's the argument that you can make. When you look at the most recent championships that actually mean more, the Cowboys mean more than actual the Packers that they won back in the day when there was only like a few teams in the league. So that's the argument that you can mm-hmm, make against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was then, you know. Number one in my heart, Cowboys. Number one in my heart. <laughs> well, as we all know, too, after Football. Today is the opening day in the NBA, so I'm so happy to have basketball season back. Yeah. Are you guys? Do you guys watch basketball like that? Not really. Of course, the Rockets. The Rockets. I've oh. only been to like two Mavs games. Two Mavs. Yeah, games. I went to one last year. I think for freshman year. But that was like my only game since like sixth grade. I've been to about like four. It's cool. Well, to open it up tonight, we actually have at 7 o'clock Central Time, we have the New Orleans Pelicans taking on the defending champions, Toronto Raptors, without their superstar finals MVP, Kawhi Leonard, for he is on the L.A. Clippers now, which they will be facing the Lakers tonight at 9.30 Central Time in Staples Center. So who do you guys think is going to win that game tonight in the Battle of L.A.? LeBron versus Kawhi. Ooh. Of course, LeBron. LeBron. Of course, LeBron. It's LeBron. (laughs) Yeah, and as we all know that Anthony Davis is actually making his Laker debut tonight, so I'm looking forward to see how well that goes. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I was watching the Rockets um, preseason game, Mm -hmm. and Russell Westbrook actually injured his hand. I saw when when the play endured, it's like he knew right away something happened. He ran straight to the locker room. Mm-hmm. So, have you heard any updates on Russell Westbrook or anything? Uh, I haven't. I didn't even know about his in- his injury, but I hope he gets uh, well better. Oh, gosh, I hope he gets well soon because we kind of need him. Yeah, well, your first game isn't until actually the debut isn't until a couple of days from now. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that helps him in his rehabilitation real quick. You know, but I hope they also give him the time he needs to recuperate. Yeah. yeah. Who's your favorite? My team? favorite team. It's weird because I don't per se have a favorite team. I have a favorite player, LeBron also, James. So you go where you go. So wherever LeBron goes, <laughs> that's where I go. So Cleveland, Miami, and now I'm in LA. So, um, but yeah. it. Do you like the Mavs at all? The, mm, <clears throat> I've never been more. I haven't been a home a hometown team type of play, like guy like that. So I'm not a Cowboys fan, not a mm-hmm. you know a Mavericks fan. I am a Rangers fan though, okay. Texas Rangers fan. Yeah, yeah, but they're kind of struggling right now and they need some help. So we're gonna see how they do in this upcoming off season. Aren't they getting a new? Um 
arena? Yes, a new baseball it? field. It's yeah. near, where is it near? Yeah. It's actually right by... In Arlington? Yes. Right near Six Flags? You guys uh, know what they're doing with the old? Are they going to like tear it down? No, oh no. It's actually, you. it's going to still be in use mm -hmm. for different other... Other events that take place, you know, like concerts or whatnot. Oh, right. yeah. So oh, you can wow. still make a lot of the city can make a lot of money mm -hmm. using that venue. Yeah, they could can book it. Yeah, but it was sad to hear that the number one overall pick from the 2019 draft, Zion Williamson, just actually had knee surgery yesterday wow. to repair a torn meniscus. Mm -hmm. There was speculation of what happened with the injury that he actually sustained with the Duke versus UNC game a few, actually quite a few months back. In February, you remember the game that was selling tickets for like ten thousand dollars? Whoa! Yeah, that's why. Yeah, Whoa. to see Zion, he one of the most electrifying Wait, he, players. He was in, in Duke, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, okay, I went to Duke like last summer or the summer before that, and we saw a bunch of Duke basketball players, and we're like, "Hey, can we take a picture of y'all with y'all? Because like y'all are famous." And it turns out Zion was one of them. Oh, yeah. That was like crazy, like mm -hmm. just the coincidence. And we saw him in the newspaper. It was really cool. Yeah, Zion, he's he's the new rookie phenom. He, yeah, people think that so he's the next LeBron James and everything. Mm -hmm. the yeah, coming. I I couldn't even argue with that. I, I think so too. Yeah, and he's like, I feel like because only standing six foot six inches, that's Michael Jordan's height <laughs> with three hundred weighing in at three hundred pounds. That's heavier than Shaquille O'Neal just about. Yeah. How tall is he? Six foot six. That's like three feet taller than me. <laughs> How tall are you? I'm five four. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not it, it was hyperbole. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. really like, tall. I was kind of confused. I was like, so is she like three foot? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just really tall. Most basketball yeah. players are really tall. Yeah, they are. But it was crazy because you know people were saying that he needs to lose weight and the coaching staff was like no he's fine you know he's athletic or it's pure muscle and then we have this injury that he sustained and now he's going to be out six to eight weeks so now everybody's looking at the athletic trainer saying what do we need to do does he need to lose the weight or was it just something out of bad luck that happened so we'll wishing him the best and moving forward with his therapy and everything coming back and hopes he can come back strong but also looking into the next rookie class also this year, we have different rookies like DeAndre Hunter with the Atlanta Hawks. You have Cam Reddish also with the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. So who do you think is the next upcoming young team? Ooh, I don't even know. That's a good question. Because there, there are quite a few who are in competition, but it's like you'll never really know until you see the progress and what they've done on the court yeah. until the season starts, basically. Yeah. So, you, you know, you had John Morant, a point guard for the Memphis Grizzlies. He's looking like he's getting ready to ball out, looking like the next Russell Westbrook out there. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, so one of the main things is to we have to monitor these players and make sure we're not running their career to the ground, mm -hmm. you know. But there has been multiple advances in technology which allows us to, you know, monitor the players' health, right. make sure they're getting the adequate sleep that they need because there was a report saying that they weren't getting enough sleep and that was what was ruining their careers so early. Mm -hmm. I think we have Vince Carter, and he's 42 years old, doing an NBA record 23 seasons. And I'm sorry we have to cut this segment off, and this is unfortunately the end of our show. Yeah, yeah. but we'll, we'll be back with a very, you know, 
great topic next show. But uh, sorry, guys. We'll be back for the next show on Thursday. Follow us at KSVM underscore TVT, KSVM Radio, KSVM Radio underscore TVT. And use the hashtags KSVM We Live, SVM Family Matters, and SVM Jobs. Bye. See you on the next see you guys show. Next